Hello, and welcome to the Read to Know podcast, where the goal is to actually remember what you read so then you can better apply it to your life. On this podcast, we go through a book one chapter at a time, and then we actually practice remembering what we've read. So if you want to follow along, we're currently working our way through Bob Goff's book, Dream Big. I'm Zach Brown, and my friend Chris Yarber is joining me to help discuss and break down this book. Also, if you're on Apple Podcasts, it would be huge if you left a rating and review for us. It would help out a ton. If you're not on Apple Podcasts, no worries. Just send this to a friend who might be interested. Anyway, thanks again for listening, and enjoy the conversation. So I just wanted to say thank you for taking care of my cat while I was gone. I just want to thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome, Chris. Um, I will take care of your cat whenever you need because that's the kind of friend that I am. You know, you have an ambition that, uh, you know, you want to go visit your parents. It was a big dream of mine. Or something like that. Let me tell you. Um, You know, I am here to support you in any way, shape, or form, and that includes taking care of your cat yes i appreciate that we are in did i just steal your thunder i'm sorry no you're, you're about fine to say, you you're go. about to you say take it. It. okay take okay. the wheel take Thank the you. wheel chris i uh, see you let me start first this podcast episode so now i feel powerful i feel powerful anyway we, we came to a think win-win conclusion uh, a very synergistic um Thank third you. alternative yes. conclusion um where um you know i don't start out every episode but also you know you uh you start out some we switch back and forth it's not just one or the other it's a it's a myriad of different uh um startings and endings um yeah you know we're just we're just trying to be synergistic here that was good i don't know where you got that language nor uh that thought from but you should write a book on it uh watch me i will watch me i will (laughs) um we are in Chapter three of Dream Big by Bob Goff, which the title of the chapter is Get Under the Ice Cap, which really in in this one, he asks three different questions that he's going to ask in chapters four, five, and six. Yep. So we're uh, kind of, he says the actually the subtitle of this chapter is Keep Asking the Important Questions. And so we're going to break down these three important questions. And then in the next following chapters, he's going to break those questions down even more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And what's funny about this chapter is it's kind of a continuation of the last in that this idea of we don't have it all together. Yeah. And with this idea of we don't have it all together i love the approach that he takes to this and this is one of the big key kind of takeaways for me is that um we should just go ahead and approach everything like we don't have it all together anyway because it's true that's right and he says here that he tries to think he said he's had his pilot's license for i don't know how long and he knows how to fly a plane, and yeah. he flies a plane. But every time that he says he's about to come in for uh, a landing somewhere, and he calls into the um, to the tower, mm-hmm. um, he says that he's a student flyer. <laughs> and who would ever willingly admit that they're a student of of anything? Much less, you know, if you've been flying for a long period of time, why would you say that you're a student pilot when you know you you don't want to? Typically, people right. don't want to say that because they they'd probably rather say they've been doing it for a long period right, of time. Right, right, and. and in, in this culture, especially, everyone wants to talk about how they're a pro. Everyone's yeah. a pro today. Yeah. You know what I mean? You go to Instagram, everyone's pro Bitcoin expert. <laughs> right. You know, Bitcoin expert, uh, fitness expert, um, you know, stocks and bonds, real estate expert, you know, all of that stuff. You know, everyone's an expert and a pro nowadays. But 
But, you know, what's hilarious is that Bob completely flips that on a 180 and he's like, uh, let's not be pros and let's just, even something that we may know really well, let's just approach it as if uh, we're still a student and uh, basically approaching it with an ever learning attitude um, of, you know, hey, uh, I may know some, but I don't know it all. Right. And, uh, and, and that gives way kind of just for um, better understanding and, 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 and continual improvement and progression. Right. Yeah. And I think that starts with self-reflection and being honest about how much, how much we do know. And then also, of course, what a, what a humble thing to do and, and to be reminded that we are constantly in the state of learning, um, that that's one mistake that we don't have to make, which is uh, not uh, being humble enough, I guess, I guess you could yeah. say. Um, and, and really, he, he kind of puts us in check in these next chapters, as I mentioned before, with these three questions, because he asks three different questions, and the three questions are, who who are you, where are you, and what do you want? Mm-hmm. What do you want? And we'll, we'll break that. He doesn't really, he mentions those in passing, doesn't really break those down, because like I said, he'll, he'll mention those in the next couple chapters. Um, but really, in those three questions... That's why he mentions this thing about the student pilot because he really wants you to to get honest and to and to reflect and to really know where you're at and where you're going um, to help you as you right. chase your ambition. Right. Yeah. He uses these three questions as a starting point to pinpoint uh, you know where you are, who you are, and and where you want to go, and kind of um, through those questions really figure out, uh, kind of hone in, you know, focus Mm -hmm. in on what's important and, uh, and knowing what are the next immediate steps in that process. Right. Um, yeah. And it's, uh, you know, he, he, it's kind of, uh, also I think very authentic, you yes. know what I mean? Especially especially with the coming in and not pretending to uh, be a pro, even if you are maybe a pro, but always coming in with a, a, a learning and a student mindset, um, it comes off as authentic. You know what yes. I mean? Because you don't, even if you know a lot about something, you still don't know everything. You right, know? right. And, um, and, he, and Bob Goff is really big on, and he doesn't only just talk about this in this book, but in other places as well. He's really big on being yourself, being real, showing people who you really are. Uh, my one of my favorite quotes about being real comes from Craig Groeschel's leadership podcast. He mm-hmm. ends the podcast every single week by saying people would rather always follow a leader who is real than one who is always right. And I think that we would rather be friends with people who are always real than people who are always right. right. I think that we'd rather work with people who are always real than always right. Um, I think we would rather support people who are trying to chase their dreams and maybe there's some way that we can help them. If they're always if they're always real and not always concerned about you know being number one, right? Yeah, that's so true. I mean, how is it, how often you know do you find yourself maybe in a talking to someone and uh, and everything you know maybe everything that you say uh, is corrected in some right. form of fact, even if it's a little thing here or there, um, you know um, that gets all that gets old real quick, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know something to watch out for ourselves, you know. I mean, not just to correct people and trying to um, you know um, just uh, I think he says, I don't know if it's this chapter or another chapter, but, but he says, uh, he says, um, uh, stop correcting people and just start, uh, I think loving them, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just, and just accepting them. Um, you, you know, we don't have to go around correcting people and we don't have to go around, um, um, finding the flaws in everyone else. And that's kind of one of the points that he makes in this chapter is that 
is that it's easy to see what's going on in someone else's life when you're not in it, when you're not in the thick of yes. it. And, uh, and sometimes it's hard to see that same, those same things in your own life. It's hard to look back in the mirror. Um, he gives that example. Um, this might be, I might be moving ahead to the next chapter, but, um, but, uh, it's it's you know we all it's like that it's that same um that paradigm of you know um uh you're so worried about the speck in your friend's eye but you have a log in your own eye Mm -hmm. it's easy to see what's going on in other people's life and call it out for what it is but it's hard to it's harder to get real with yourself in a sense right Um, yeah and that's what these kind of questions um get at they're really questions that dig down into your soul and help pull out what is there under the surface and that's why he's talking about getting under the ice cap it's about asking yourself questions that will dig below the surface very similar actually you know again pulling this back to uh previous books Mm -hmm. uh pulling this back to seven habits yeah it's that similar concept of of begin with the end in mind when he's talking about writing a personal personal mission statement it's it's very similar because it's it's digging down um um um, inside yourself and figuring out hey what is this here let's get real um about where i'm at and where i want to go and then um what it takes to do that right yeah i have i have some i have some comments running around in my head um but i think if if you're okay with getting in the chapter i want to because i feel like everything inside of me is pushing ahead yeah but i want to stay in in chapter three and what you what you just said reminded me of of a quote he says rather early on in this chapter where he says that this book is not about taking a series of steps which for someone very organized like myself i'm looking for a series of steps so that kind of scares me a little bit but he says it's about uh, on ramping your ambitions and then he says i want everybody to get in i want you to get in but only if you want to so chasing right. your ambitions dreaming big this is only an adventure that you can go on if you want to go on this adventure no one can make you no one is really looking for you to because everyone is you know mostly for the most part focused on their own life looking looking uh inward you know um but he says i want you to get in but only if if you want right. to can you get on this ramp right. and start digging deep yeah it's something that you have to be proactive about you have to be intentional about and he continues right there he says don't make the things in this book too simple or too complex i'm aiming for somewhere in between which is the place most of us are at and uh and yeah, and I think he hits that. You know, it's not too complex, not too simple. Um, right there, we're basically, you know, it's it's the normal people, and that's what he's aiming this towards, and that's where it's really hitting. Right. Um, uh, he continues on here under this section: Who are you? Where are you? And what do you want? He said, if you want to engage your ambitions like you never have before, self-identify as a student in all things. Be a student dater, student husband, student employee. You mm-hmm. get the idea. Yeah. We're all amateurs at love and acceptance. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, it's just like no matter where you're at, if you come in with a student mentality, always trying to learn, um, you're actually going to. Um, uh, learn a lot more, and I think you're also going to extend more uh, grace to other people, um, and people are going to extend more grace to you, actually, because like he says or right before this, um, he says, no one cuts off a student driver, right? right. Well, some of you do, some but you should feel really bad about that, <laughs> uh-huh. and so basically, you know, you, not only, not only um, is it going to be beneficial for you in that you're going to learn more, um, and you're going to come at it with an attitude of learning, but it's actually going to be beneficial for you in the fact that um, people will be more willing to help you out versus yes. if you come in 
um, acting like you know it all. Yes, yeah. And uh, people are willing to help people who are students. People are willing to help people who are willing to learn. Yes, yeah, and and you never really know as you begin to really dig deep into your ambitions. You really never know who you're going to influence along the way. Which people appreciate that. I know people also appreciate when they see in someone else because it may spark something in their own life. I know that people uh, really enjoy watching moments of courage from other people. Um, he says in here. Uh, in this chapter, make no mistake, identifying and pursuing your ambitions is going to take a lot of courage and a lot of uh, clarity as well. A lot, a lot of of clarity, um, which is which is why he moves into these three questions: Who are you? Where are you? What do you want? Because that's going to navigate that clarity for you. That's going to give you a sense of direction. It's not steps by steps like he says earlier in this chapter, but it does take a lot. Of courage, mm-hmm. uh, but this is why he moves into chapters four, five, and six with these questions because of the clarity. Right. He continues that these are simple words, but they're actually some of the most beautiful, most difficult, and most confusing questions mm-hmm. we can ask ourselves. And yeah. he again repeats this idea of um, we have a lot uh, to lean into these questions. And he's never met anyone who has had all of this figured out, you know. And uh, he said, even if they told me they did, in fact, if they said they did, I'd take it as proof that they needed to keep searching. Right. And uh, and he, he also says, I love these, uh, I call them, I call them, uh, Bob Goff maybes is what I call mm-hmm. them, because he'll, he'll throw out a lot of maybe this, maybe that. And he's not saying it's fact. He's also not saying that it's fiction either. It's just a maybe. Uh-huh. Um, and he says, and these lines are just like these one-liners, and then he moves on, but I think they're so brilliant. He said, maybe this side of heaven, uh, maybe, excuse me, maybe this side of heaven, life was made for searching, Yeah, is what he says. So yeah. that's a Bob Goff maybe. He throws that in there, and then he continues on. Um, he actually says another maybe at the beginning of the next chapter where he says, maybe you know your ambitions, but you're too afraid to make any moves mm-hmm. and so he he does that a lot in his writing where he you know throws something in there real quick yep. one liner yep and and that's the thing he can kind of reiterates here in this chapter is that you know if you don't have it all figured out uh it, you can still uh take the next steps forward and some of those steps actually involve um get, just getting clarity on what it is that you want to take the next step on right and uh, that's what these three questions help you do help you get clarity um on uh what you want Right, and he makes he, he makes his role really really apparent um, because this this is at the end, and so if you want to go if you want to go back, we can. But at the very end of this book, he says, "In this journey, we're going on. Mm-hmm. We're going on this journey." He says, I, "I'm not your guide," and he says, "I'm your is, is that Serpa, S H E R P A Sherpa Sherpa Sherpa." That's probably the right way to say it, Sherpa. Never heard of that in my life before, and so I was really confused when I started reading that. I guess um, we don't do a lot of mountain climbing. No, we do not. You can look at me into. No, we do not. Um, but he says I'm not your guide. You know, he says that guides tell you which mountain to climb, how to climb it, gives you everything that you need in order to do that. He says, but Sherpas, on the other hand, let the climber pick the mountain to be climbed. In other words, picking our ambition, picking our dream, then. Spend most of your time laying the ropes in advance so the climber can move a little faster. And then he says, most importantly, Serpas tell climbers what they don't need to take in order to make the summit. So I feel like a lot of the rest of this book is going to be telling us, you know, maybe we do hear a lot of do's, but at the same time, we also hear some don'ts as well. Some clutter, in other words, that get in the way of us on this clear path that he's trying to head us on. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. 
Um, you know, he also says here, I like how he talks about a little bit about what, who these questions are kind of for and like, mm-hmm. why would you ask these questions? And, uh, you know, he says, you know, if you're someone who feels stuck or bummed out about, you know, where you're at in life, you know, these are the right questions to ask. These are, these are where you should start. Yes. Uh, um, or, you know, also if you have an idea in the back of your mind, something that you might want to do, you ask these questions as well to help you figure out if this is something that you really want to do. Cause he says here, um, the things worth going after, it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of effort. Right. And so you have to decide, is it worth it? Is it yeah. worth the effort? And these yeah. questions will help you do that. And then of course, also, you know, I think these are questions to ask, even if you're, even if you're in a good spot, you like where you're at. It's, it's one of those things like Stephen Covey would say, constantly reminding yourself of your personal mission and vision so that you stay on the right track and you don't uh, wander off into things that um, uh, don't um, uh, make sense or mean as much as the things that are important. He goes on to say what it will do though if you're willing to put in the work is uh, lead you to the life you're longing for. Mm-hmm. So if you ask those questions, you do find out, yes, this is something I wanna pursue, um, then you know it's gonna be a worthwhile endeavor to, to do that. And he also says down here, um, he says, can we just look at each other in the eye through these pages and say, no more doing what merely occupies, entertains, and numbs us. Mm. And uh, That'll get you thinking. Yeah, <laughs> it, it really will. Um, man, you know, I think how much, how much time do, you know, I think about this, how much time do I, do I waste, mm-hmm. you know, doing things that occupies, entertains, or numbs um, just because um, I don't feel like getting my hands dirty. I don't feel like getting to work um, on things that really, um, really I'm passionate about or want to do or make me tick. Um, and uh, things that, you know, that want, that will push the ball down the field in a sense. But I, I, I don't because I, I just want some kind of entertainment or distraction or um, zone out. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. so much, I think, you know, we we could all probably cut down so much time oh, yeah. if we if we did cut out all of those things. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we could look at our life and see how much of it is just noise kind of playing in the background. Yeah. Um, but really where Bob is trying to take us is he's really trying to take us to the things that really matter, the things that people are going to remember mm-hmm. us for, the people, the things that we're going to remember, even if one dream or ambition comes to a close and then another one starts um and so that's that's really where he's where he's heading us um yeah but i i feel like in this in this chapter three he's he's had uh he he does share some stories and so yeah take the time to read those illustrations but there's a lot there's there's a good amount of information here as well to to bleed from and process yep yep i also like how you know in talking about this like time wasters and stuff he's not and he said this i think maybe earlier on in maybe the introduction or one of the other chapters is that there's a difference between rest and you know, um, doing something that occupies, entertains, or numbs, yeah. right? You know, so there's rest that is intentional, and then there's stuff that just distracts. Yeah. And so, um, and having a, a, di- a you know, uh, um, knowing the difference between those two is probably, is huge as well, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Knowing when you're resting and when you're just trying to get a distraction to, right. to, 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 to get away, in a sense. Um, 
that's important. And he also says here, he continues, let's stop deferring, ignoring, and screwing around, distracting ourselves with things that uh, won't matter next week, much less in our next life. Mm-hmm. Let's instead throw our efforts and emotional weight into those ambitions which will outlast us and leave all the rest behind. Right. Um, really good. He ends the chapter with, tie your boot laces, get your backpack <laughs> yep. on, and let's go. Let's go. As he <laughs> moves on into chapter four, answering the first question, who are you? Subtitle, we can't fix what we don't understand. Mm-hmm. So four, five, and six, we'll break down those three questions. Really yep. looking forward Starting to with who are you, yep. and that'll be tomorrow. So thanks again for listening, guys, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow.